0: episode 414 of The Sausage Factory. Welcome. Well, were we expecting something else? If you were, sorry, you downloaded the wrong podcast. Anyway, hello. What's this episode about? The 414th of said podcast, which is The Sausage Factory. And in this episode, I chat to a chap called Mike Dorr, who's been on before, by the way, of uh, Infinite State Games. And this time, he's talking about the design and development of Rogue of Aces VR. That's right, they've made it into the land of VR. And they've turned a very interesting and fascinating and entertaining, what's the point? Action-shooting arcade game with propeller-driven airplanes shooting things out of the sky and from the ground into a VR, which... I've got to say, it's, it's in an embryonic state. Well, not embryonic, it's like alpha, maybe? But it's the first time we've had a, a title on this show, which it's not finished, and it, admittedly so. It's just, they're testing it, they're putting it out there, testing it, and Mike said something on Twitter when I used to be on, when we all used to be on Twitter. That's, that's gone now, isn't it? Very sad times. But anyway, topical. Um, But um, yeah, at the time, when we were still using Twitter... um. He sort of uh, flagged it on, on the Twitters. Oh, that's interesting. Do you want to come on the show to talk about it? And he said, yes. So this, this is the result. The recording that you're about to listen to is the result of said conversation. And we talk about all sorts of things. Fascinating things. So uh, me from the past. Also, for those of you who are wondering, what happened to me last week with my cold? Well, it's gone, as you can hear in my voice. It's all good now. It didn't last very long. Thank heavens. And no, it wasn't the thing. It was definitely just a cold. And it was one, you know, it's stuff. Anyway, um, do you listen to me from the recent past talk to Mike about VR game it mate made, or in the middle of the making? Yes, you do. Chris, please, just get out of this hole.
1: Mike! Chris.
0: Hello,
1: Hello. again. Yeah. <laughs> again. Good, good to see you again. Good
0: to see you again. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, this is Mike, Mike, uh, Mike Dawes. he's been on uh, three times, and uh, it's the third episode he's been on, and uh, just... Tell us who you are
1: again. What do you do? Um, Well, I'm Mike, and uh, I'm one of the two guys that make up ISG, uh, which is short for Infinite State Games. We're kind of an ultimately immortal game studio in that we make whatever we want, and it doesn't matter if it sells or not because we've got day jobs. But luckily, sometimes the stuff that we make is good. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> and we can. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's essentially what we do: a couple of indie game developers making uh, making games in our spare time. Um, quite arcadey focused, you know. We do like our action stuff, and uh, yeah, just uh, having having a bit of a laugh.
0: And making yeah, games. absolutely. We've uh, had Mike on for episode two hundred and fifty for Family Tree, and then one hundred and eighty four, where I met Mike soon after at, uh, at an EGX. I can't it remember was, which yeah, one. Yeah. I, I don't. It might have been a res. I don't know. It, yeah, it, well, it I probably think it was, was a rest. Rest. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Actually, sausage, uh, sausage Factory exclusive, there is a, uh, a physical version of Rogue Aces coming out uh, oh. for P- for, P- for PS4. Um, nice. Series. But I uh, can, yeah. can't do that yet. But, but yeah, finally. It,
0: <laughs> it's, it's great that uh, Rogue does actually work on a PS5, I believe. I don't think yeah, it, it yeah, 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 it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a yeah, there's handful a big... of games it doesn't. One of which is um, uh, a, 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 a game by... Dan, I forgot the chapter um Oh, God. Chaput does um, Proteus or, you know... Uh, Ed Giraffe. Key? No, Space Ed Giraffe. Key?
1: Oh, uh, Jeff Minter. Jeff
0: Minter. Good heavens.
1: Yeah. He turned 60 <laughs> yeah. this year. But,
0: yeah. Yeah, he's, he's one of his games doesn't, doesn't work on PS5. It's very sad. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. It just, just doesn't. It was like... Oh. Why? Like, well, I don't know. Maybe it's calling some memory that's not there, or some yeah. some address. Well, he does. He does
1: be. do some fancy trickery, doesn't he? he I does yeah. yeah, yeah. I but
0: uh, I don't. I'm sure if he's fixed it yet. But uh, sometimes <laughs> he does. Sometimes he does. Who knows? But anyway, the busy man. Yeah. He's a busy, busy man. And um, so now we've established. So if you want to know about, you know, how like made he start and uh, who, what his biggest biggest influences are, we will just go back to previous shows covered that just rewind just rewind it's fine (laughs) because this is episode 414 everyone long time so and I'm going to ask number four though because that can can sometimes change over time or we could talk Mm. about more or less the attributes of someone who you should admire because what video game developer do you admire most and why or indeed what are the attributes of a developer you think oh yes you should count what it. you're doing, isn't
1: it? Yeah. I, I mean like in yeah, in in I think in previous episodes I've probably bored everyone about Jeff Minter. But if we were to talk about what aspects I'd admire in in developers. So um another developer that I really admire and his name escapes me at the minute, um, but he runs Mindware and he he's done a lot of really um fascinating conversions of really old arcade games into like more modern trippy uh, versions like hey nacchio alien and um uh he, like, he's amazing and i think what i admire about him is it's the unapologetic commitment to gameplay um other things i admire is like an instinctive um understanding of how to reward the player both visually through the ears uh, and all at the same time, um, like I appreciate atmosphere in a game, but but and I appreciate um, storytelling and I appreciate art, but the thing that I admire most in a developer is um, absolute conviction and dedication to this cultish obsession with gameplay. Just that thrill, that moment-to-moment risk-reward, squeezing ten minutes of fun into ten seconds. That's what I admire. And I don't think it's some people just, um, some people can just do it and, and, and other people like us, we can, all, all we can do is try and emulate. But yeah, that's, that's the quality that I most admire.
0: Nice. Yeah, I like that. Because um, that was something that the moment to moment play, that was something I remember when I first heard that phrase, a concept, which I you know it's much older than this, but I first heard it when people were talking about Halo. Talking about right the, this whole
1: ten minutes of yeah. this ten minute loop repeat. Yeah. yeah that's the first time I'd really like heard it discussed and it's obviously yeah. something that you talk about you know it using other words until you hear this thing but yeah that
0: yeah. yeah it's just encapsulating that concept but like I said it's way older than Halo much older <laughs> but now people are actually analysing it and discussing it in an abstract way. which sometimes can be hard to listen to because you haven't got any detail or frame of (laughs) reference, which is why, you know, I like to say an abstract concept and then immediately do some kind of uh, illustration, like an example of what I'm trying to get at because then people will start listening because otherwise they're like, okay, come up with this weird abstract point. What does it mean? Oh, I see, yeah. It's like halo except the library level, which
1: wasn't like that at all uh, yeah yeah just got, just got PTSD flash yeah going down this corridor was actually just said when you said it right but no it's that is that in 10 seconds of, of centipede and you do tend to find this mostly in older arcade games in that 10 seconds of centipede you're um trying to line up all the little things as they go down the perfect little gap between the mushrooms and the spider comes holy moly there's a fly there i could just about risk dashing across crop to get it oh but there's a spider and now i'm a dog with two bones and it's all of that and that's in 10 seconds and that to me is personally um what it's all about for me
0: it's one of my favorite games it was centipede is one of my go-to games with a lot of Older, older platforms, like yeah. the Atari Twenty Six Hundred one version of it. You think really? That's no, seriously, it's actually quite yeah. good. Because it's, it's, you know, it was off. They did a really. It's a, it, it just pulled it off somehow. I never with, played that one. Yeah, it's the, good, the, good sh- the the
1: the Atari Sixty Five XE version of yeah. Centipede was oh. the first game I ever played on my, my first home computer.
0: Right, right. So um Yeah, I'll have to have a go at that one.
1: But uh, yeah, just the twenty six
0: hundred version. Not bad. Right. Not bad. Right, I'll all. give it a go. Yeah. It's uh, it seems to pull it off. You need I mean, it probably works best with a paddle, but other than that, it's fine. Fine.
1: Right. And and <laughs> so so this whole this whole thing that I'm talking about, this this purity of gameplay, this like focusing on that on everything else. Like a mm. like a lot of times um that can give people the impression that maybe I only like old games but what it what it is is that i like short form games yes i understand (laughs) right and it's not it's got to be you know it's got to be retro it's got to be pixel art it's it's the art of the short form game built for replayability Mm -hmm. that's that that for me is the holy grail
0: thankfully there's something for almost everyone in video game land yeah if people want to play stellaris Knock yourself Groovy. out. yeah. Go man. for it. If you want to spend months building your empire and realizing that you stretched yourself too thin, I might, have been, I might be projecting a bit here. Might. <laughs> uh, then fine. That's great. Yeah. But um, if you do want a quick blast of Super Hexagon, you know, in this game, wanting to hear that woman yell, square. Because yeah. it's the yeah. best thing ever. Because like, yeah. oh my god, I've heard more than seven bars of this song. How is this possible?
1: Right. Um, I mean, who, who can judge anyone for how judge. they how they choose to just like ignore yeah. reality?
0: It's fine. Way. It's like on my Steam yeah. Deck. The first game I played on my Steam Deck was Art of Rally. You know, oh a, cool. Okay, a chill, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, just beautiful, just drivey game, and the pops out the screen. You just go, let's go let's go yeah <laughs> and uh that's 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 so yeah uh all power to you and the focusing on the art the craftings, so i should say and both art of creating an experience that has that loop that is rewarding and you're rewarded for doing that loop is is yeah definitely something to be encouraged Encouraged. In 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 the right circumstances, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, d- d- certain adventure games it
1: doesn't it doesn't work. It's the yeah. It, I don't want a combo system in Zach McCracken. No, it doesn't <laughs> work, does it? No.
0: Um, and the new Monkey Island game where whenever that you
1: know arrives, like, yeah, you don't year. want a a grog multiplier. Although no. saying that, well, yeah. yeah well, <laughs> <my example here. laughs> Well, <laughs> was
0: green anyway yeah <laughs> last question of the first half here we are you've done this before Mike but uh mm-hmm. this is a topical question it's not, not a lot of topical questions on the show excluding the game we were about to talk about but I do like to ask this one because then we can have a good old chatter about what are you playing right now
1: Mike okay um I just picked up um one of those Super uh, Super NTS, the analog Super NTS. So I'm playing a lot of SNES stuff. Oh, I've heard about these. These uh, have exceptional video apps, it's one, do they not? Yeah, it's 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 touted as this um, FPGA um, version of a SNES, and like there's a lot of people that are banging on at the minute about oh FPGA. It says it's not emulation, but it is emulation. Listen, all I care about is there's no lag yes so I'm, so I'm suddenly after years of suffering a couple of noticeable frames of lag playing it on emulators on back to it wasn't my fault all along i would have right. made that jump would, i would have made, made, made that jump, jump. <laughs> yeah. yeah yes um uh, and so it's great so believe it or not super r-type uh you know i know it's slowed, it slows down and stuff but that's a fun vision of r-type um and a couple of a couple of games in the old super game boy as well right including um I have trouble saying it, but Hey Ankyo Alien. Okay, yeah, you mentioned this couple of yeah. Just... So this it's it's one of the original trap 'em ups It's kind of like a, a top down, top downy load runnery thing, in that you dig holes and people fall oh, in it, and you fill, right. fill fill the holes back up. But yeah, I think it was made in like 1979 by some Tokyo University or something. But yeah, check it out specifically, Mickey Albert. That's his name, Mickey Albert. Mind yeah. where? Check him out. Fascinating stable of games because
0: those. I
1: uh, I wasn't a big fan of them as a kid the, the Diggy Up cuz it's the like track em, uh, track the track them the, tra- the yeah yeah yeah, the, yeah, yeah.
0: The, 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 they drone the tra- on me too you just like I understand them now don't get me wrong but the kid is like I don't get it why can't I just shoot these things or stomp on them or yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no 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 you have got to think about it because to carefully st- I don't want to strategize I'm 5 <laughs> I know, it's like it's, just, it's just rubbish but you know now over I've been I played load runner on on uh, the Tari 8 bit machines and stuff like that recently. And and you're right. God, they're, they're just, yeah. You're just like, this doesn't strike me as terribly fair, but I can see yeah. the subtlety of it. I can see the appeal. Right. It's really um, nuanced.
1: Uh, there's mm. a lot of nuance there, and there's a lot of tactics there, and there's a lot of ways to play it. And yeah. I, just oh, yeah. Love, Keo Alien.
0: yeah, I just love killing the stuff as well when you actually, yeah, when you get them and they're flinging around and you just run across them. Like, there you go. That'll learn you. Oh, look, there's another one. Joy, <laughs> but um no, I I mean I do have uh, an actual regular SNES, and also have a Mister as well. Ah, lovely, right? So yeah. uh, I managed to get one of those uh, nano sort BGA things bolted into a multi-system device, and it's you know you can't get them now. You just can't buy them. And I remember trying to go to Mauser, the, the retailer the reseller of these things, and they said, "Oh yeah, what's what's the leading time for getting these? Uh, Fifty-seven weeks." Goodness, that's not a lead-in okay. time, is it? Is it honestly? That's just. Why are you advertising that you're selling these? And you just can't. Anyway, yeah, but I you managed are not, to get... you? Yeah. Uh, someone I knew on the retro scene. You know what it's like. They said, oh, "I've got a spare one." Oh. Why? I just yeah. do. Okay, I'm not going to question it. How much? And he sold it to me for cost price. You know, same okay. so yeah, he yeah. get a, made a profit because he's a friend and put it in. Jobs are good. Hooked it up to the internet and. It's great, but I do have a regular SNES, and I do have or snares. Part of the world you say got Mega Drive, got two Mega Drives, and got Tower Power. But (laughs) um, yeah, I do find myself playing these games in a different light, in a more mature light, and understanding in a scholarly light, scholarly light, (laughs) and you realise that some of them really don't hold up. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But some really do. I mean, on Cain and Rince, we, well, I wasn't on this episode, but it, we did talk at length on asteroids and right. realising that, that the happen. AI in asteroids is actually way more complex and people give it credit because there's a little tiny ship that shoots at you and chases you, hunts you down. It's yeah, yeah, the little one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Little one, hunts you down. Uh, didn't know that at the time, but it does. Um, and also I did an episode on Bubble Bobble, again. Uh, one of my f- yeah, my
1: favourites, yeah. Magnificent game! Oh, the depth, the depth. so this day, talk about tune for replayability as well. Even, even, and and it defies explanation as well. Yeah, uh, why is so replayable? And people
0: say, you know, there's no randomness to it. I said, what do you mean? So, well, you just if you take certain number steps of certain events, do certain things, the next screen comes along. Something, a certain thing will drop, and that's so. So, how is that random? I said, well, you're the randomness. It's you. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. your you, you, you unreliability is yes. is the RNG.
0: That's exactly. the point. Yeah. You Nailed. are the yeah, it's like uh, oh yeah, just because there's a set pack within the machine doesn't mean right. there isn't you you're the human being it's you which is way more elegant. Way yeah. more elegant. Yeah. This is like actually I'm not going to sort of create, try try to create randomness in a computer game which is nonsense anyway it's a whole philosophical discussion on the concept of randomness uh, which I'm sure you've had to to, maybe not I don't know but it's just
1: sausage factory late night
0: late night (laughs) yeah but right now it's uh, the fact that they made the game in 86 86 86,
1: 86.
0: and uh, I mean there's only one boss in it as well (laughs) it's right at the end he's a jerk. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, good stuff. Well, unless there's anything else, it doesn't sound like you're playing the E game. Um... <laughs> What's the E game? Oh the... Yeah, What's the E game
1: was the ring. There oh, I'll it now. Elden Ring. Oh, Elden yeah, Ring. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, well, no, I got halfway through, and uh, nah, yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it. Leave it there for a bit. Like, you, for you know what? You, you know, people play these different runs. Like, you know, like, oh, I'm yeah. doing a, you know, a, a caster. Only, oh, or I'm god, doing a, yeah. A, a, only killing yeah. people with my bum run. <laughs> what I tend to do in in, in Souls games is yeah. I do these. Have my mates carry me through the whole game run. Specifically, Charlie, the other guy. Uh, nice in ISGs like, because I'm. I'm basically very very bad at these things but when the boss comes and my heart rate goes up I'm yep. suddenly amazing but, I, but yeah. <laughs> uh, otherwise I'm useless. Yeah, I just um,
0: I just I've been chewing away. It's like and I've said it before on shows so obviously on apologies but I do equate these long long ass games to the massive sandwich that Homer Simpson was eating in one episode of The Simpsons and it's just huge sausage it just keeps on munching away not that I'm saying it goes rotten towards the end that doesn't happen but it does feel like you're munching on a massive baguette
1: We all, yeah, <laughs> I know he was never ending. Oh my god, Just, there's more,
0: but god, um, there's yeah, more. but
1: they, it, they, all these FromSoft games have been amazing boardrooms for Infinite State games. Like we, we, Charlie and I, because we don't live anywhere near each other, we when we do have board meetings, they're always in like a game of you know Demon Souls. That's fantastic. Souls, I'm trying
0: or... to encourage that. My day job, no, that won't work, Chris. No, no, no. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but, but no, no, it's a, it's, a, it's I think it's a remarkable thing it should be there's aspects to it that uh, bleed into many other aspects of video games and more power to from software thank you um, yeah. I think didn't they do Chromehounds as well I think they did oh god let's not go there anyway no <laughs> right oh yeah that's yeah because <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, a whole listen. different discussion of giant robots let's yeah. not do that <laughs> so at the end of the first half cool. yeah, there's uh, there's a there's a into the prototype that is Rogue Aces VR. What is Rogue Aces VR in its current form? Because, this show is pretty the sort of cut you off, Mike. This show is really unique in that um, Rogue Aces VR, currently at the time of recording, is under development. It's actually been put out there as a test bed going, how's this? Does this work for you? Does this, does this work? And I thought it would be fascinating to actually almost treat this as like a part of the design process rather than. What we normally do is looking back at something that's finished in inverted commas. Although you and I, any creative process, nothing's truly finished. It's just hmm. reached a point where it's good enough. Um, so, Mike, so, right, tell us what do you think currently Rogue Ace's VR is? So, what we've put out
1: is. um Eight levels, which are supposed to give people an idea of the kind of you know environments and challenges, and, and the fun that you can have in the um, in the environments, like flying under bridges and swooping around things, dodging falling uh, objects, and even avoiding lampposts. So we've got these eight levels. We've got two game modes. We've got the um, working through those eight levels, which is um, <clears throat> is exactly the same as Rogue Aces, in that you've got a set number of targets. And you've got to kill them all and then get back to the carrier. The thing that we've added to this, and so we've taken, taken away with one hand. We haven't got ejecting out the plane and landing in other planes um, yet. If, like, we're at the st- you know, if people want to we'll think about it. But what we do have is uh, a new mechanic we're trying out that we want people's feedback on, where the faster you kill, the faster your bullets go. Um, so you, there's a little gauge somewhere in your HUD just above the, the, um, the number of targets you've got to defeat, and when you shoot something, this gauge shoots up, and your uh, bullet firing speed goes up, and, and you can keep pushing that up, uh, up in like level one, level two, level three, so you end up being an absolute undefeatable beast if you're very, very good um, for a short period of time, if, if you can keep that up, because this is a time attack game. Um, we kind of wanted to make it more focused upon level completion time. Um, so there's online leaderboards and stuff. And, um, yeah, I, also the controls. And are people enjoying the um, this kind of control? Because it's very difficult to convert, you know, like the, the feel of a 2D game into, like, a you know, a VR game. And then we're also looking for feedback on, like, motion sickness. Because this is obviously, like... You're, you're you're doing barrel rolls you know <laughs> if, if you want uh it, it can be a little intense so we've got like a, a a thing where you can switch on a canopy which like provides a couple of extra horizon lines for the player which helps them back with motion sickness but ultimately we're kind of at the stage where this is a totally playable complete standalone free experience if you want to enjoy it and if people start going holy moly actually you've really got something there well We'll probably put a a little bit more time into it and see if we can get it on some other platforms.
0: I thoroughly enjoyed it. I played it in the the depths of the heat of the summer that we're in the moment. So, unfortunately, my headset got a bit sweaty. Even though I've got an enhanced sort of mount on my, because I took away the basic one from my Quest 2, and I've got this enhanced one. Highly recommend it, by the way. And they okay. just basically make it easy to sit on your head, and it doesn't. Uh, and uh, I do love Mike Quest too because it's. Uh, I can hook it up to my PC as well, so I can play Steam mm. VR games. It is genuinely like three platforms in one. I keep on telling people this. If you have a beefy enough PC, which you know I do, um, and you can run Steam VR, Oculus Rift, and Oculus Quest games all on the same headset. And it's, yeah, just it's, like, incredible. it's just three platforms in one. Uh, and I've got you know PlayStation VR as well, so, you know, four VR. So I'm like, I'm good. So when PR approached me, and goes, do you VR? Well, I, I do all of, all, almost all of it, almost to some things that, you know, Index and stuff, I apparently doesn't know. And anyway, point being, what I loved about the idea of actually getting in the cockpit of the plane that you normally fly in Rogue Aces which which is a game I do still play to this day,
1: Mike. Okay, wow, yeah, right, that's great. Every now
0: and, <laughs> and again, I will just go, I fancy just the stupidity of like, have another go. Like i just crashing into the crashing into the ground, yeah, into the ground. <laughs> and it's like, have another go. I love that, and it's <laughs> again it's still in Rogue Bases VR, and I just when I immediately saw it on, on Twitter, and I went and I reached out to him and, oh, Mike, want to come in and talk about this because this this is. This is an interesting move to go from 2D, a pure 2D game, which I remember playing and similar games like uh, Lorouser's and um, even earlier than that, some games on, uh, on 8-bit computers and stuff that did similar kind of things. But of course, you know, bringing it up to date, it's way more fluid and more you know, entertaining, because you can do that. With a, without a hint of flickering because, of course, you don't need that anymore. There's no memory restrictions anymore. Well, there is, but never nearly as bad as it used to be. But when I was playing it, and this is my first sort of question to you about how its development is going for you, is that, of course, in VR, everything... Well, I'm going to be delicate. That's not true, actually, because Moss isn't that 3D. So... <laughs> But typically, it's in 3D. You put it in this first-person 3D perspective. You've got this third dimension to deal with. And I just want to ask, what are the unexpected challenges, or not challenges, but... Items aspects of the game that you didn't think would be a problem or you didn't know they were going to arise as you started <laughs> um, developing this thing. It's like, oh, hang on, oh, yeah, we haven't thought about that. What are the things that sort of popped out immediately with you and as you started to, um,
1: yeah, this thing? Um, that's really, yeah, that sounds really interesting. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> excuse me, so. Uh, I mean first of all, before we even talk about the 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 switch from two d to three d it was a complete yeah. switch of en- a complete switch of engines, so Charlie and I have been using our own engine for over a decade, and that thing was held together with st- <laughs> chicken <laughs> bones and st- sticky tape chewing gum so the jump to unity which we made Horatio go snowboarding in um, <clears throat> Did you catch that by the way, Horatio goes snowboarding? yes. because it was all about, yes... So I didn't we just did a show. horrendous piss take of Horace, uh, going yeah, skiing going to skiing, see what which, would happen,
0: which wasn't we a terribly good, good game anyway. But no, you didn't get it, <laughs> it wasn't great, it
1: yeah. wasn't great. No, but me and Charlie started playing Horace go Skiing on Antstream, and we thought, yeah. Should we do a piss take and bash yeah. it out for yeah. laugh? And, and see uh, if we, we get ended get up sued. loving it, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, if we get through, basically, we didn't, so yay, anyway. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we switched, so we so we basically uh, learned Unity with Horatio Snowboarding, um. And uh, so the whole shift from, for, for us to 3D was quite a conceptually challenging one. More so for me, I would say, than Charlie. I think Charlie's always envisaged... We, we've been talking about doing a 3D Rogue for a long time. And um, we both envisaged it in completely different ways. I'd always envisaged it, first of all, in my head, where you were kind of like looking in, a, in the, the middle of a sphere... And you're kind of like looking at the 2D game inside a sphere, um, but that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> and that's the beauty of prototyping. Yeah, um, yeah. I um, imagine. So you know, I I'd say the big the big challenge was m- making it feel like a game and not feel like you're just a camera floating around in a world. And right. that's, that was a new challenge to us. How do you make it feel like you've got complete agency over your actions and the world um, can impose itself on you as much as you can impose yourself on the world in three dimensions? It, it's a really different thing to, to yeah. make yeah. make feel like a game when it's so easy to feel like you're just controlling a free camera. Right. Right, so it's like injecting life into this into a three D space. I found to be conceptually a little more challenging, but I think that will come with practice. Mm. I'm
0: sure there's many texts written about it, advice and guides, and it's not the first time it's been done. Of course, it's been done for decades now. But when you're in VR and also you put yourself into a little biplane or not little prop prop plane uh, that's shooting things randomly uh that's and i did i think my only thing is when i almost fell over once because i was you were
1: still up playing it you mean it? oh yeah i always,
0: I always <laughs> okay. stand i'm always standing do you
1: have around. your do you have your arms out like that like you're being a plane as well totally yeah 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 because yeah. yeah, no, i normally my vr
0: experience i'm normally standing i don't normally sit but uh okay and i didn't really consider the thought of yeah, hey, let's, let's let's just stand because like, I never thought of sitting. Um, I have sat when I was playing the Star Trek um, Bridge Crew game. Um, but uh, that's because you actually
1: sat down in real sat way. down
0: in the captain's chair going, you do that, you do that. No, you're doing it wrong. I'll do it. Uh, anyway, but um, one thing that really struck me, and I'm going to talk about it now because I'm looking at my four questions, I think it's relevant to talk about, is that immediately when I'm flying over the island doing strafe runs, Picking out all the ground targets and stuff. yeah, Or indeed uh, the boats floating around and then shooting at you and stuff. One thing I've found is that, oh, wow, getting massive flashbacks to the carrier command.
1: <laughs> okay really yes oh wow okay uh, so if okay. you
0: if you look at Carrier Command which is like 30 <laughs> odd years old now
1: well I think they're, are they not remaking it
0: I think they have remade it twice now it's just like oh, it's, okay. a, it's one of those games that like, people keep on coming back to who's like this is amazing oh my god I can't make it I don't have the, I don't, whoever pulled this off 30 years ago but yes they have remade it so the latest one I think is quite good I haven't actually got hold of it yet but point being funny something- for
1: that whole flat shaded poly look it's so good, yeah. but
0: in fact, you control the mantas and you sort of fly up and you launch it, and then it would go flying off, and then you go using that to take out all the defenses. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'd just i would do you yeah. do strafing runs on the island and then send the and then fly back to the carrier. Yeah,
1: and then, I, and I, was, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm thinking
0: yeah. Immediately, when I was doing it, I was like rogue is like, yep, that's exactly what I'm doing, doing <laughs> my strafing runs in carrier command. And, like, this is awesome. And I just, you know, really found my only difficulty was really lining up and getting the strafing and and aiming the plane and getting my flight wings or whatever, my flight boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That I did find difficult, and you might need to work on that. But, I mean, one of the things that struck me is why is there no aiming reticule? (sighs) Yeah.
1: Dude, because we for- totally forgot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it would be nice to have just one, okay. like a target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sat on like, the like, like, like the BMW
1: logo. Yeah, the the, they, the, they, uh... they, they,
0: they had that in World War I plane. So I yeah. think they had something similar in World War II. But I'm not suggesting the HUD because that, that makes no sense. But some kind of like targeting reticle yeah, to know that yeah, where yeah. you're shooting. And it also gives you an idea of where your vision should be focused on.
1: Right and I think that would help, and with, that the help with the that might help with the
0: nausea which I don't have an issue of but many people do so if they have a point to visualize
1: on they won't <laughs> well you know that is really interesting we can i mean yeah. like yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely should, should be trying that well what's really interesting about the development of this as well is that charlie uh, like you is blessed with incredibly strong sea legs because well we think it's in his genes his dad was a, a bomber pilot and his granddad right. was was a like a well like a spitfire pilot basically in, in, in turkey or something but, oh, okay. but yeah Char, Char, charlie's got uh, aerial combat in his blood
0: Right. Um, my, father, my father was a submariner. So maybe, you know, okay. there's some, there's <laughs> like underwater. Yeah, I didn't care. And uh, and then above ground. Yeah, I don't know. There's some sort of link there. but uh, And they have like psych yeah. training or submariners. Didn't know this, but it uh, makes sense. Oh, so yeah, you're yeah, going to go yeah. in that little tin can underwater. Really? Are you all right with that? No. Next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: no. I can't imagine anything more terrifying. Have you ever seen Das Boot?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Flipping Nora. Well, it's just, in <laughs> fact, there's a board game, hybrid board game, one of my favourites, called U-Boat. Okay. And it's a hybrid, so it's an app-driven board game. So everyone takes a, a role in the crew, the captain, the engineer, the the first officer, and I can't remember the other one, but um, a navigator, navigator. And uh, they're all in the boat, doing. you're in a German U-Boat, taking it out. Like merchant ships in World War Two, mm. and mm-hmm. it's you know the first officer has like the app, and he takes his, and he, the periscope he raises it up that's, and then swings cool. it around, and he actually you know when, on, when we play it, I share it on a big screen in the end of my living room table, and um, <clears throat> the people looking at going, I see one, I see the sail see the, 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 yeah. the there it is, right, what should we do? Well, if you just turn, hang on, it's my job. Oh, sorry. <laughs> But ah, it's a wonderful every all the play, it's a co entirely co-op game. Entirely co-op game. Yeah. And you're just trying to survive each mission.
1: And just actually, like a proper team sport, pro- all proper, of you in yeah. it and
0: you're going yeah. <laughs> And you're going, where are we? I think we're on grid uh, three seven. What do you mean, I think? Well, should we have a look? I look going up there. There's a destroyer up there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. But no, got, for me like it's going back to the point is that I think a target reticle will really help. But really mm. embracing the speed and when you're getting close to the ground might be some sort of like wind effects or something like that to indicate that you're getting a bit of close right, to the ground. Right, yeah. And yeah, like yeah. you get those back drafts coming up from the ground the on like dust cloud dust, coming dust up, and maybe coming maybe up with, the yeah. trees wobbling or exactly. something. Yeah, yeah then yeah, that's, yeah. More,
1: that's more that's more moment to moment stuff, isn't it?
0: More it's exactly, reward, even yeah, it's just you know, yeah, you can yeah really go like and also you may want to actually start the the plane starts to like shake a bit as it's getting too close, just to because it's so easy to hit the ground. If you're not yeah. careful, it's just like, oh, oh see, I'm, just, I'm trying to line up these trucks, trying to take them all out in one, and all of a sudden, I'm I'm now hitting a building. <laughs>
1: that's interesting. That, that's that's that something that we haven't got in here, but in Rogue Aces, if you hit the ground at full speed, but your stomach's flat, a lot of the time yeah. you bounce off, but any yeah, other angle, yeah. you're fucked. You're, so, yeah. yeah, maybe in this one, you could yeah. just almost like
0: just, yeah. Yeah, bounce Pretty along. Awesome. The,
1: like Because why not?
0: Yeah, yeah. no, that sounds really fun. Yeah. So, so the next question or observation we can talk around on this is um, hmm. so this is from my experience with X Wing, okay, the latest one, the squadron game, squadrons. So the VR game is squadrons, So you can play it flat screen. But why would you do that? Hmm. Um, it's dogfighting. It's one of the keys to right. to Wing Commander, to X Wing, to Tie Fighter. They all... Or, indeed, free space. That was another one. Dogfighting is a key component of that. And I've always found, when you're doing survival play, you, you engage in dogfights. So... And... It's just become way more personal now. This is the word I've written here. It said, dogfight combat has now become much more personal. Can you play chicken sometimes? Which I never do that. I was like, if you've got a plane coming towards you, no, jink away couple of shots, maybe, then just move because they're just gonna. You don't play chicken in air like that. That's stupid. Um, how have you found designing this aspect of it? And I think it needs a little bit more work because it's like I think the planes need to move differently. And there needs to be something to... Because at the moment, you're just doing the dance of circling around. Right, yeah, yeah. And that's very easy to get caught up in that trap of dogfights. And lots of developers over the years have tried different tricks to get over this. But there's no easy way to do it. Ultimately, that's what happens. You're going to be swinging around like a pair of bananas until someone's going to make
1: a mistake. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think... I think ultimately, what remember we were going back to um, bubble bobble and the RNG being your thing. Mm. I think at the moment we we've got very much like a first implementation of, of dogfighting AI, in that these planes fly around and when they're looking at you, they'll fire at you. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there isn't any stuff like you. You remember in Pac-Man, the uh, um, Satoru Iwata, whatever, said that um, if the ghosts were hounding you all the time, it would fucking suck. I'm paraphrasing, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So so that's why he hasn't scatter now and again and go to the opposite side of the yeah, screen yeah. Yeah. what i think our ai needs and i'd love to hear from more people about it, is what i personally think is it needs to fuck up it mm. needs to slow slow down way too much to just to make itself more vulnerable yeah, uh, yeah. you know and it needs to do what a player would do mm. you know because you, because you know you're supposed to be the ace and yeah. so Yeah, um, because I get a lot more motion sickness than Charlie, I play it quite differently. So I kind of play it like a a basking shark going on a series of, like, linear, um, non-acrobatic, you know, like, uh, um, very um, surgical. Um, So I avoid all sudden turns and banking. Um, Oh,
0: wow. So if you watch me
1: play, you go, Chris, I'm going to need to go to the
0: bathroom. What? It can't. What I can't you watch doing? Charlie play.
1: I can't. No, you watch can't. <laughs> when, when, <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm editing up the trailers, like I have to keep taking breaks because even in two yeah. D, it's like, holy moly, Charlie, how are you doing this?
0: Yeah, it's like how. Are you, but for me, <laughs> it sounds like uh, Charlie and are kindred, kindred spirits. It's just like, oh, it's just, oh, oh I've missed it. I'll just bank and just like you, just constantly, unless I woman with My description of you of me doing this merry dance of swinging around and going upside down. <clears throat> I just don't care. Don't care. Right. Because that's how I play these games. Yeah, Yeah, just like I don't have this issue of of feeling nauseous. So like, okay, right, fine, and off I go. I'm standing up, remember? and
1: uh (laughs) Right. So, so in in the concept of 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 the prototype, yeah, that's it. So we've got this this kind of first implementation, but that's what it needs is is more humanity, more um stupidity mm. more you know, sudden flare, more like uh a, a pilot mm. but remembering that it's the player that's the ace so um, yep. i think i think it's the way i'd like to go
0: and speaking of that there's a sense of spatial awareness and that's what marks our aces from non like aces so to speak yeah. they can see have perception they can see things happening before they occur they project what's going to happen before. You know, yeah. I've said this about driving games; it's never about where you are because that's too late.
1: No, it's the same with shmups. I play a lot yeah. of bullet hell shmups, and it's yeah. all about it's where all about you going, working out where you need, where to, you be, need to be, be. <laughs> yeah. not where where you are, because that's too late. Yeah. And in fact,
0: we had yeah. you know when when Olly Olly is a great example of that. You know, when we spoke Oli World, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. we actually talked about so where's you you know they actually did tests of where people were looking on the screen, and the ones that okay. the most successful their eyes kind of hovered towards the most where they're not quite where they're going, but not never where they are until they hit a major hazard. And then they're suddenly their Mm. vision snapped back to where they were Yeah, because like, Oh God, I've got to deal with this now. And then they would move. But if they hover too close to where they were and they focused on that entirely, they would actually fail because they couldn't predict what they're doing. And for me, I would like to see some be- to replicate that in Rogue Aces. I know this is VR, but mm-hmm. it would be nice to know the direction from where the threats are. You know,
1: some, right? How many, many are behind me? How many are behind <laughs> me okay. are there? Like, a, I
0: would put a shading. I've got a red shade of that that sense because that's your sixth sense. Like, I know there's some something, but you're not because it's VR. You might be encouraged to do look around all the time. But because the game is geared towards the point where you're to help you with the nausea and stuff, you're going to be focused pretty much looking ahead. It would be mm. nice to know that. I mean, I don't mind. I look around all the time. That's how I'm like. I'm like. I'm where I need to be. I'll look around and go. Okay, I need to be over to the left there. Now. I'm going to bank <laughs> over to there. I'm still looking over at that bank as I'm moving. I'm not even looking ahead of me now as I'm maneuvering the plane. Not everyone can do that. And I think no, to, no, help, no, no. to help with that, I think having shading or sort of like indi- indication of where the bullets are coming in. Right. Just like just like, you know, as they do in FPS. Yeah, that's it's really like, cool.
1: So like, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. get that kind of red banding on red the right of the screen the right, if you're yeah. getting, yeah, yeah, I understand. Maybe even like um, a ye olde rear view <coughs> mirror might be fun as well, yeah. you know, because, Which because this is have. a biplane. Like, they, they yeah, yeah. Have. They did, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They
0: did. They were kind of nuts, really. But they didn't have any radar or anything on their planes like they do now. It's It like, didn't have fire and forget missiles and stuff like that. But they did towards the end, but... That's different. That's a whole different... That's more like... Nam, nam. You if you want to do a Vietnam... You, that's not what Rogues is about. That's
1: a whole... Whole boy. Yeah, yeah you, ro- Rogues yeah. Is, is not about any war that's ever existed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, exactly. No, no, no. Let's no, drop not, napalm. Not. No, Chris, no. <laughs> no, no.
0: No, no, No. why have you gone there? So, point being, that's my advice. Or request. No, or this is suggestion. Great. Yeah, great stuff. Just to, like, let's find out where your threats are coming from. And that might help... Mm.
1: Um, orientation and yeah yeah, threat. yeah yeah
0: so the other thing i loved really enjoyed this bit was the stalling and acceleration the oh, fact okay. that you have this that you like if you're going too slow which i know you want to get slow because you don't want to do straight run you want to do you're, you're guiding the plane down you're gliding it in but sometimes you just don't and it's just similar to the original title that you could go you pull it you, you it's not, not going fast enough and you plough into the ground or to the sea or both. <laughs> um, <laughs> how have you found modelling a sense of speed in VR? Because yeah, it's quite yeah, easy yeah. to do. Correction. It's more straightforward <laughs> to do. Even then, that's dodgy. than the original, because you could just basically have the scrolling go faster. Right. Yeah, the
1: scrolling goes faster, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: However, yeah. In, in VR, you you don't know how fast you're going until you look up or down. But if you can't right, see anything, so you can if all you've yeah, got yeah. is the horizon, how could you possibly know how fast you're going? So what have you done? What are you doing to increase that sense of speed, which is really <coughs> important in a game like um, Rogue Ace's VR? Uh, I
1: can barely remember. Um, are we doing like a field of view shift at all? I can't. Remember. I don't think we are. I don't think. No, we're you're not. Anything. It's mainly sound. <laughs>
0: it is mainly. sound. Oh right, is sound. it? <laughs> yeah.
1: It's mainly. Yeah. Okay. Sound. Yeah. Yeah. It's mainly sound. But this is a really good point as well. You know, maybe maybe we should have some kind of field of view shift. You know, that does a kind of a dolly zoom effect. If you like, um, the more the the faster you're going. How how did you find the the sense of speed? Did you? Well, find I it, um... found
0: it fine, uh, okay. provided that you listened out for it. Ah, I understand okay. that I was, I was constantly listening to the state of my engine and also the propellers going around in front of me. Yeah, yeah. Me far, okay. But I was constantly looking at the state of my engine. And that's fine. I don't think you can actually do much else like shifting the view or moving away or, or forcing the... Because you can't do that in VR. Because if you do that, then you, you cause all sorts of problems with, ah. with, with the player. So what you're going to have to do something else. I do think... Wind effects, or the sense of, you know, if. It, Maybe
1: there's little anime lines that, like, dashes yeah, that appear yeah. on the side just of the just, screen. just, just like, the sense yeah.
0: of, like, also maybe a wind effect like an, an increase the sound of the wind oh, billowing oh, yeah, through sound rise yeah, yeah, yeah and then um, maybe some creaking sounds of the wings as they're being you know, i like you know <laughs> if, you, if you go any faster they're going to rip off I'm just just saying you know. Yeah, I quite
1: like that because oh, that I did happen
0: because like that. uh, that's what uh, that's the major the, the the stress on the wings is how fast everything was going and to the point where like right. okay this is the
1: point of weakness now we're going to it's going to snap off. I mean, that, like, I don't want to suddenly start creeping in extra mechanics, but that you've just given me an, an amazing no, idea no, no. for one. Like, no, no, no but, no, but no, but this is what, this is actually, it's exactly what we want to do. It's being a right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, wouldn't it be amazing if if you had, like, a turbo, let's get the fuck away from everything button that you could do for as long as you want, but if you do it for too long, your wing's <laughs> going to pop off. Yeah. Great.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I love that. I love I love the whole wings rattling thing. Uh, yeah, that, that, just that, that's the, a great that's just a great the concept. sense
0: of like because that's not going to that that way. You don't have to do anything with the visual because you can't. You know, the camera is the camera is the camera. Stop moving that right. around. You're gonna have problems. But okay. it does it does really advice. it's it's expected of like oh, I'm in a rat- rattly old like World War II plane. I mean, come on, give me a break, you know. Yeah. So um, I think I mean I I, I got the next subject here but I know the answer to this one so I'm going to change the question because I think it's more interesting because one of the things that struck me is almost like it would be really fun to do but I don't know how you put it off Hmm. but what about bombing runs actual bombs so like I think would be lovely is you could have a torpedo run because they did have planes with torpedoes underneath them that's how right. a lot of aircraft carriers they sort of took them off, and the way they took out U-boats from when they had an aircraft carrier it was just extremely vulnerable because they're massive. Right. Uh, they would actually pull off and then fly off and then just drop the torpedo from the plane, <laughs> and off it would go.
1: <laughs> so wait, right, this is it. So and this is a massive piece of rogue aces. The original game as well yeah, was, yeah. was was the bombing aspect. Yeah. So. That'd be so interesting, wouldn't it? If you was to like, w- w- would you imagine you changing your vision? Uh, you to look to look down. Yeah, you then, just let then look then down. Just pre- press a button, and, and bombs away like bombs that. Bombs away, yeah. Just like, you have got so many buttons on the quest controller, you can do it. And you know that would be great fun. But how about this? A bouncing bomb? Yes. Damn! Busting. It would be a bouncing bomb. Yeah, yeah, you would be like if it was a Rogues' bomb in a sequel, in yeah. a true Rogues' sequel. That yeah. bomb would be a bouncing. There'd
0: bomb. There'd be a bouncing bomb.
1: Absolutely, mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I can. I can smell a Kickstarter coming, Chris. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> think
0: that 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 for me would be uh, really. I mean, again, if you know you're going to press the bombs, you can actually. say,, oh, I need to bomb, so you can actually. So you ask people to look down. Yeah, and they just look down between their legs.
1: <laughs> yeah, and there's a be window so cool.
0: between their legs, and you're like, okay. Bombs away. Whee. Whee. <laughs> and again, you'll have a little targeting reticule on it, but it'd be a shitty metal I mean, Like, it won't be like a digital one, it'd like or like a, a, a head 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 up display one. It'd just be a sure. bit of metal, yeah, yeah. Like a little at pokey the, bit, pokey bit of metal pointing at the ground. <laughs> oh, it's probably gonna land there. Who knows? Roughly, roughly yeah. there, roughly <laughs> there. Yeah, but,
1: man. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that so was sweet.
1: So, 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 this this is what we want people to do: is just to, to yeah. go and you know grab this thing and go. it's worth carrying on, guys. Keep going.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, and there's it's, so yeah. many. It's so. It just. I think really that the 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 dog fighting needs needs more work, and you should right. admit. And I yeah, think yeah, giving a sense be. of where the threats are would be hugely helpful because that. One of the things you do in, I mean, one of the things you do in, in other games like Squadrons and stuff is that you. I've always done it. Even playing Elite way back in the day, that you'd always yeah. find yourself in, you know, surrounded by things, and you just shoot off. You just go, and then you come back in again and take out one of them. You sort of like you chip away at this cluster of of ships mm. that are trying to take you out. Like, I'm off. I've got a speed. You haven't got this speed. I do. That's the one big defense in Elite is that you would always be past everyone boost. else. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you just yeah. go flying off. But because of the turning circle, the bloody thing of Cobra Mark III was such a pain in the ass. You had to slow down to turn. And mm-hmm. That was the balance. Like, yeah, you can go fast. But if you want to turn with a reasonable circle, you've got to yeah. slow down, which then opens you up to more fire. But if you did it, you know, quickly and then turned and then sped up really quickly, you could decimate people with a piss ass little. Pulse laser, because you were just out, you know, outmaneuvering them. That's what you want to do. That's what you want to create. That's the that's the point of dogfights or dueling is that you are going to outmaneuver them, not to shoot them. Yeah. That's the easy bit, you know. Getting them, <laughs> it's just you know. Once you're shooting, you've already you know that you're only shooting because there's something in your targeting reticle, right? Right. right, so why you know, so by the time you reach that point, you're already one almost. If you've got a target in front of you that you can land bullets
1: into, you're done. Yeah, you're trick? right. I mean, what's the most awesome bit in the new Top Gun? It's when he's suddenly he's got behind somebody, <laughs> yeah, ah, he's yeah, done. It, it, he's done. It, 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 it's, it's about the journey, right? It's, it's yeah, not about the, it's yeah, about
0: yeah. lining up the shot,
1: right? In fact, that's so, the yeah. same
0: with FPSs, you know. I and mean, when I figured out that when someone told me, like, you do realize this point. And shoot, right? What do you mean? So, well, you point, okay, and is there something in your reticule or you're done? If, if the answer is no, you don't shoot. If the answer is yes, then you do. Yeah, yeah. That, that's it. There's way more to it than that, of course, but that's your getting that opportunity and and holding that opportunity. I'm talking about more fps FPSs. I'm not talking about the Soldier Sims, which are terrifying. No, I
1: was I was in serious <laughs>
0: when you when, when you were explaining that. Yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah, That's the serious air mode, not armor. All right. Just because... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But um, it's it's it's. I think it's just something that really could sing with with Rogue Aces VR alongside the strafing and the bombing and that whole ground. To air combat side of things, um, dodging flak and that kind of stuff. That might be that would be great to actually oh, exploit right. yeah, all yeah. of that and have you know having dealing with that. And what really because people don't really know what that is, all it was <laughs> was them shooting random bits of metal up into the sky, which whatever would then they hang could find it with whatever it. they could find, <laughs> and then hoping that
1: the plane would fly into it. That's it. It's all War is war is <laughs> it? my goodness, my goodness mate.
0: so yeah, and, uh, but I do love the fact that you've got you know have another go that's that's all still right. in
1: there, and I mean um, like we we should probably touch on the fact that like you know. <sighs> There's wars going on, and there always will be. And and how appropriate yes. is it to make a uh, you know and to make and release a war based game right now? Because I know that Advance Wars has had its release date delayed because yeah. like, it, it appears yeah. like inappropriate. <laughs> and i do you know like i think about uh you know we think about that a lot you know but um that's why we just want it to be a fantasy experience yeah you know it, it's like and, and everybody deals with stuff in their own way you know we deal with uh this this reality and what's going on in the world in our own ways like like i'm the kind of person when the pandemic started i was just chain watching contagion and you know <laughs> you, you know you, you're like that's how i deal with it and and, and i think I think it's really nice when companies like Nintendo are like act like that um, and say, no, you know, this is inappropriate. Or when like Disaster Day of Crisis had to not really get released because there was another a natural disaster and that. But I think you, you, people have got to understand that um, people use games to to deal with processing things in a yeah. own way, and and um, as long as there's no hate in it, it's harmless.
0: Yeah. Granted, granted, um, and you're right. Considering. Current events, though, you know, I'm not talking about just Ukraine. By the way, I'm talking about yeah. just generally. There's conflict, sadly, but though it's all over the world, sadly or happily, I should say, uh, levels of conflict in the world are, it is lowest in many, many centuries. If you look at the stats hmm. and stuff, actual like the, the state of the world is is much. Uh, um, I know it sounds hard to, hard to believe to Ukrainians, believe it or not. But um, but that's that's, that's a sure. whole different right. discussion. But I do take your point, though. I do take your point. How far do you, do you want those big weather balloons? Not weather balloons, but big silver <laughs> balloon things that would had strings on them, again, to bring your, your plane down. Well, that wouldn't be very fun, would it? Right, um, yeah, They're, they're yeah. just horrible traps, but there might be some sort of merit in uh, having some anti-aircraft uh, things to deal with. <laughs> um, but uh, I think really relying on the player's ineptitude to fly the plane in the first place is just fine by me. <laughs>
1: yeah i think so, I
0: think so. <laughs> anyway mike it's been fantastic having you on um Cheers, Chris. rogue aces vr is developed by infinite state games
1: and uh will available currently is on meta quest 2 whatever that's called or yeah it, run, it runs on one and two yeah, yeah. it's on app lab it's on side it's on yeah, xio yeah. it's complete. it's completely free it's
0: completely Get free
1: just have a go and then send yeah. some
0: feedback to Infinite State Games by any means necessary. Carry a pigeon, yeah. his current favourite. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, thanks. Thanks for being on and, and chatting about. this. has been so open and honest about. It's about yeah,
1: always honest. a pleasure. Really enjoyed it, and yeah, I uh, yeah. will be in uh, Elden Ring having a board meeting <laughs> about some of these ideas pretty soon. Yeah, but no, in the don't, meantime, don't, don't. We're, we're 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 just about to start work on um, Don't Die, Mister Robot, three D. Right. Uh, so we're going to. St- do a little prototype of that first while yes. we get, get our feedback about Rogue Aces VR. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there you go. Another Sausage Factory exclusive. Exclusive. You could be looking at 3 VR.
0: There you go. Obviously, you entered the realms of VR with great grabbing it by both hands and go. Yeah, fine, let's it. do this. Let's do let's this. Let's get it everywhere. Yeah. So, but again, might have been a great guest again. And more welcome to come back again to talk about the stuff that you're making. Yeah. Love but, it. Un, but until then, thank you so much. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. You have been listening to the Sausage Factory podcast, part of the Kane and Rinse Collective. Support us for just two US dollars per month at patreon.com forward slash Cane and Rinse for early, extended and exclusive podcasts. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube and at our website, CaneandRinse.com.